not afraid. Don't be not afraid of me. <laughs> this is Excuse Me, I Have a Master's, a podcast where we answer the question, I have a master's degree, what now? We're together, so there's no need for your... Oh, three, two, one, hello. <laughs> we're doing it. Hi, we're back. Yeah. We're back. Um, you asked for it. When was the last time we talked? I don't know. Who are you? Oh, I'm Andrew Baldwin. Oh, I'm Dan Hickey. Awesome. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Um, it's We're so sorry, excuse me, listeners, all 1,500 of you. Um, what an oddly specific number that is way more people that listen to this, but like... <laughs> I think it's an ambitious reach that we could accomplish. Yeah. I feel there are at least 1,500 people that went to music school that are like, oh, God. Yeah, there's at least 1,500 losers in this city, I would say. That would would love (laughs) us. In this neighborhood. In this house. (laughs) Oh, God. Ghosts. Bugs. Bugs. (laughs) Ghost bugs. Oh, man. How, How have you been? I have been good stressed and blessed all at once i feel that i moved which is exciting but horrible um and yeah that's my personality trait this year i moved (laughs) what's insane is the all of that is me too i also you also moved i also moved i've also been stressed and i've also been blessed um you're listening to a new conservatory grad review person, student. I just noticed you have a graphing calculator on your floor. <laughs> With the case off, someone's been doing math. <laughs> no, it's just moved with me and I've never thrown it out. And then it fell when I was pulling the cords out for this mic. So the case fell off. Mm. I mean, yeah, I math. He's a man in STEM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need more? More men that do the math. <laughs> <laughs> Famously, what t-shirts are about. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yes, I did. I'm, I'm going to grad review at Second City to get back on track to what you said before. <laughs> and yeah, that's kind of, that's also my personality now is I'm a Second City ho and I'm just doing the thing. I don't know if y'all are aware, but Daniel is very funny, and soon he's going to have a piece of paper and a red t-shirt to prove it. <laughs> to compliment my green t-shirt? <laughs> yes. No. Yes. <laughs> I, I did. I paid hundreds of dollars every two months for new clothes. Did you get a t-shirt for doing the improv program? They give you a free t-shirt for your birthday. Oh, what the fuck? I didn't get one. I know. It's very... And you can't, like, retroactively be like, hey, it was my birthday. They'll be like, no. Aw. Bummer times. Yeah, it's a nice forest green. Damn. I love me a forest green t-shirt. Um. You've been up to lots. I have... I think truly the last time we talked, I auditioned for Shamilton. And got in. I mean, that wasn't the last time, but... You mean the last time we did this? Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, we we are friends outside of this, I kind of. I saw you two weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> we do talk, but um, as far as recording ourselves, yeah, the last time was in April. Holy shit. 
Yeah, and I had just been like, yeah, I got into Shamilton. So since since then, excuse me, listeners, I do, I do Shamilton and Baby Wants Candy, and I'm an understudy at Second City. So my contract goes through January. So keep an eye out if I randomly go on. <laughs> April is also the last time I had sex. It's. I think there's a correlation here. <laughs> well, things are looking up for Dan's Ooh, penis. It's gonna be a, a hot autumn. <laughs> <laughs> because I have chlamydia. <laughs> Had chlamydia. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, tenses are important, and they hurt feelings. <laughs> and your urethra. Uh, <laughs> This is going to be beautifully oh. unhinged. Uh, if you can't tell, we don't have a topic today. We're just hanging out. Yeah, we just wanted to catch up, and uh, and that's what we're doing. And we're gonna do, we're gonna do that with you. Um, yeah, yeah. I was listening to NPR. Shout out to NPR. We're an affiliate podcast. We're not, but if we say it enough, they either have to absorb us or they have to send us a cease and desist. Um, either, no, no press is bad press, but I was listening and it was this guy talking about, he wrote a feature script that was purchased and then ultimately did not get made because some AI and then some like AI company heard about it and heard about like the story and they're like, Hey, we want to run it through our program. And what the AI software does is gauge if you have a good movie or show. Because it, like, just has, you know, like, thousands upon, like, hundreds of thousands of scripts in its database. And then it, like, flags things that, like, very, po- like, objectively popular movies have. And then it'll be, like, this. And it can sense, like, this is the first act. This is the second act. And then so, what? yeah. And it can tell how many, like, character developments you have and all this. I'm like, that is insane. But the person goes, like, yeah. So they come back to me. It's like, yeah. You just have, like, one good character and, like, no secondary or tertiary characters. And it's basically just the hangover, too. <laughs> and, but I'm like... Wow. So to write good TV for people to watch, you have to write TV that a robot would like. Yeah. And... Interesting. That... It kind of... I was a little disheartened hearing that. I'm like, damn. Very much. That sucks. I feel like what drummers must have felt like in the 80s when, like, drum machines were readily available... To just people, everyday people, like oh fuck, I'm out of a gig. That 808, yeah, taking our jobs. <laughs> yeah, once they realized you could get a shitty clarinet sound on a Casio keyboard, it was over. Hey, you don't gotta plug me in to get a shitty clarinet sound. <laughs> <laughs> Someone yesterday was like, "Oh, do you want to do a gig?" And I was like, "Oh, no." no i can't (laughs) it'll be bad i can't do that oh man yeah i um i was sitting in the green room of a second city gig um i flipped my hair the hair flip yeah Yeah. um just to be stupid oh fuck because we look great (laughs) we yeah we're both dressed in all all black black sweats (laughs) it's 85 degrees outside we don't look miserable. <laughs> I feel like SpongeBob when he went into the tree dome without a, without a helmet. <laughs> Sandy. Oh, stop. No, keep going. Okay. There's this uh, 
Because, you know, in the show that I'm doing, sometimes... Which one? You're in so many. I'm not going to say it, because I don't need to be that guy. But, uh, you know, like, Evan's bit, like, he does, like, in the show, he does... He barks like a dog, very like a very good dog bark, and then he does, like, a, a good dinosaur screech. I recall this bit. So we were talking yesterday and then some of the other actors were like how how do you make those sounds like where does it like how where does it come from how do you do it and then so he was trying to show and then just the cast went around trying to make these sounds and it was fucking ridiculous because no one could do it (laughs) (laughs) and just everyone's faces doing it it was like like the sandy thing though that is what yeah it was just like (laughs) is it an inhale or an exhale his is an exhale i think but all that matters is I can't do it. Mm. Um, you won't be able to appreciate this internet, but just because I want to show it. Oh my god. <laughs> we were trying so hard. <laughs> it looks like it. You look strained. They all look strained. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the tame one. I have one of the notes, repeated notes that I've gotten in all of my improvisational training that I've never heeded is don't do that with your voice because it looks and sounds uncomfortable and you'll die. And I was like, well, I'm going to keep doing it. (laughs) Is it that voice? I got one voice and I does it well, you know? And I does it well. And I do it and I go to Planet Fitness with this voice (laughs) just to look. Just to look? (laughs) I don't know. I haven't been to Planet Fitness in months. What's insane is I want people to know that's the voice you would be like speaking with, just with looks. Whenever I lift a weight, I go, yeah, brother, just to myself. <laughs> but like very hushed, very subdued. Yeah, brother. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> that sounds like if someone was, you know, like doing s- some reps and then just they hear that in their ear and they l- look over and you're just right there. <laughs> you need a spotter. You want a home bow flex? I've got a wonderful opportunity I'd like to tell you about. <laughs> I'm the bow flex. Bring me home. Flex on me, bro. Bro a flex. Bro flex? <laughs> oh, man. So dumb. We just had ideas. Oh. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, Spontaneous <I'm> creation. <coughs> we love it. I do love inspiration. Oh my god. Vinspiration? I said inspiration. Oh, I heard a V. What, what would Vinspiration be? Virtual inspiration. Vin Diesel quotes. Vin Diesel quotes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Damn it, that's you know, amazing. I'm, you know how like white women will have a sign in the kitchen that says, here we eat. I have a Vin Diesel quote that says like, I don't know anything he says, but. He's a we are family guy, right? Yeah. Who's the fa- he's He gets a sign in the family room. Here we're family. It's Olive Garden. He, if he doesn't get controlling stake in Olive Garden... The, I would only go to the Vin Diesel franchise. The Times Square Vin Diesel Olive Garden. Oh my god. With the drive through right? Oh my god! <laughs> they're eating her. And then they're gonna eat me. Oh my god! That's not how that inflection goes. That's fine. I'm writing it down. Vinspiration. Vin Diesel quotes... <laughs> If I steal that, I'll make sure to credit you. Maybe. Please do. I also... Oh, this is the last thing I wrote in my dumb little joke things. Fly on the wall. 
Vans off the wall. Is there something there? (laughs) (laughs) This isn't something I wrote, but this is an insane character I came up with for a sketch. Um, It's about an angel that comes down from Earth, but they're very high. (laughs) And their whole shtick is like, you expected me to come from heaven? Sober? (laughs) To this hell? That's funny. I know. (laughs) Oh, I was very high when I thought of it. I sense a pitch for someone's first show. I took video. Oh, God. I video recorded myself doing the voice. It's kind of like if I was doing an impression of Kate McKinnon doing Dame Maggie Smith. <laughs> I do love a several step impression. The references. The layer. Well, I'm trying to find the video, but man, I take a lot of selfies. Okay, here's. Okay, character idea. This is um, an angel that comes down to visit some people. And angel from on high and the angel just actually is really high and I, I this is kind of how it goes <laughs> I'll, I'll be not afraid I'll be not afraid of me That's a beautiful character, <laughs> and it is significantly funnier watching what High Dan wanted it to be than Sober Dan's recreation. Yeah. I know you can't tell in the video. I did not have a shirt on, but I did have pants. I know it only showed clavicles up, but I wasn't nude. I want to clarify that. No, that would have been even... It's like, that would be a cool thing when you read like the memoirs of people or shit, and it's just like, yeah, or the lore... Yeah, did you hear uh, Stoner Angel? Dan writes all of his best material nude and high. Nude and high. (laughs) Angels, you are nude and high. (laughs) Glow. My favorite thing, too, (laughs) is like, your explanation of this angel made it seem like it, it was like... Like a little more aware, but then your your enactment was just it, full character. <laughs> oh, I I was the angel. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, am an angel. <laughs> Have you seen the show Touched by an Angel? Oh, that old ass show with Bella Reese. Oh yeah, you act like my mom didn't love that show. Really? Oh yeah. I only watched it. There was like one long weekend where I was very into that show, and I haven't really watched it since. But it stayed with me. I was touched. Cool. You moved your mouth a lot before you said words. <laughs> I was touched yesterday. <laughs> I was in the bit when I run into the audience and dance. Uh, some guy smacked my booty, <gasps> and I I was just like, oh yeah, like. I was like, that is hella inappropriate, but I was, you know, whatever. As someone craved for attention, I it, quite liked yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, so, we're, it was in the first show, um, like, two show night, and so we're just sitting in the back between shows, and the stage runner goes, oh, are you okay? Like, I heard some, like, audience member, like, touched you. I was like, oh, I forgot. Yeah. I was like, that happened, but... I'm fine. And then they were like, yeah, a server saw it and like went up to the man and like told him like, you know, like you can't do that. That's highly inappropriate. And then I was like, I love a good audience member getting told off. It's I, you love to see it. 
I love my favorite thing in the world is like at, at a, like a second at an improv show specifically when there's a table of two drunk white men in the mm. front that leave at intermission because no because the the cast will be like how about a better suggestion and then they feel slighted and they go <laughs> oh my god did we stumble upon something we could rant about for a minute white men <laughs> i think inadvertently but i was gonna just talk about like uh improv audiences yeah a white men <laughs> yeah yeah i was gonna say like audience etiquette because you know like we are music people yes. but and like but i think it'd also be interesting that we could come more from the improv right now because that's more on my mind but uh we can also focus it's different right because Things, you know, what we're taught about classical music audience etiquette, some of it folds in, right? Like If you, you cough, kill yourself. Yeah. Like, you're you're disowned. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, like, what it boils down is to just being respectful, you know? Like, like you're, you know, like, some little chit-chat. And also, like, concert etiquette is insane. Like, a little, if you're having full-on conversations, stupid as fuck, why are you here? But, like, if you lean and say, like, one line... About something cool. Yeah, you know when you you lean into your your friend and you go work. Yeah. Slay violin. Yeah, you know. So I don't need she like ate. I don't <laughs> need this like fucking loaded seventy five year old person in front of me looking back and scolding me. I'm like I said one word. <gasps> one time in orchestra hall. First of okay, I have two things to say. One, have you ever played a concert at orchestra hall? Which one's that? Like CSO. Yes. Have you noticed the absolute trough of cough drops they have backstage? Yeah. Hysterical, first <laughs> of all. Is it a, is it an orchestra hall or a nursing home? I don't know. <laughs> um, and then second, one time I was at a concert, it was a very soft, delicate moment, and a man dropped a box of candy that he certainly snuck in, and like little Mike and Ikes just scattered all across <laughs> the floor. And the visceral, just <gasps> the silent gasp, because you can't make noise, but it was like... It was insane. Oh, I loved it. I do love that. I loved it. I like, conversely, with comedy audiences, because it, you especially if you take suggestions, you open it up to them being like, I can interact with you. But you're like, it, only in specific ways, you know? Like, And then, you know, the, like... If it's a fucking Saturday, 10 p.m. or later show, then the chances of shit being more raggedy just increase a thousandfold. Oh, yeah. Like, um, you're like, man, we're not trying to have a conversation with you. I asked for a one-word suggestion, and you need to stop. Yeah. I love the people where it's like, before you even, you're like, can I get a suggestion? Flowers! Like, shut the fuck I wasn't yeah. finished with my sentence. Like, I appreciate the enthusiasm. But stop. Do you like the audience member that clearly is terrified and or pissed that they were, like, called on for something? Or, like, so terrified? Yes. I'm like... I love it. I I feel for you, but at the same time, I'm like... I mean, like, most... If you go to, like, an improv show or something, it's like you... Unless you know the form of what they're doing specifically, I would assume... I might be called out for something, but especially like it's like, you know, second city, well, any comedy thing, but like second city specifically when you're at like the main stages, 
because they have that front rail, which you have to buy specifically, you know? It's not like you buy general admission and then they seat you up there. Like, you have to I purchase those rail seats. Mm. I, I'm pretty sure. But, um, so it's like you pay this money to be right up front, and you're like, man, you're there's a chance you're going to get called on for something. I didn't know I would be perceived. Yeah, like... <laughs> I love... Well, to second... I don't think Second City does this, but I've, I've been to, like... Com- this is, like, a stand-up thing where, like, you'll walk in and they'll be like, do you want to not be talked to at all? And they'll, like, seat you in a specific place where it's, like, a... That's cool. The no. Actually, that's... That's really considerate. That's int- yeah. Well, it's only been... I've only had that... It was the um, Comedy Cellar in New York was the only place I've been to where they were, like... Do you not want to be called on? And I was traveling alone, so I was like, no. Put me in the corner. But then I got drunk, and I was like, ah, oh, I wish I could be called on. Yeah, so it, you know. I get so in my head about getting called on as an audience member now, because I was like, I'm like, man, I don't want to. I was like, because it's like weird brain, where I'm like a normal fucking human in an audience, where I was like, I want these group of strangers to think I'm witty or like clever. But then I'm also like, I don't want to say something that's going to be stupid for the actors. Right. Yeah, it is a weird... I, I'm actually, I'm horrible at audience participation. Like, I don't really want to. I just want to, like, observe. If I, oh, yeah. When I get called on to, like, give suggestions... They're always stupid. Like, I said ducks. I think the last time I gave a suggestion, it was ducks. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> I'm the worst person to call on. Yeah, I don't know. It's you film an insurance commercial. That's what you do with ducks. I got it. We got there, Aflac. Yeah. yeah. You just had to say it for everybody. I'm else. working slow today. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I like. Have you? I mean, I feel like this is a little more stand y than improv sketchy of like getting heckled. Like you get like remarked, but I feel like intense heckling is more. The closest I have come to is that, like, unpopular opinion sketch where, you know, I'm just saying, like, dogs aren't that great. And the people, again, very white audience, very visceral reaction to attacking dogs. It's insane. They act like I just cut your Labradoodle's throat on stage. <laughs> uh, yeah, truly. There's one guy, like, I was saying all this shit, and he's like, they're not your fur babies, they're not your kids. And he goes, leave! And I was <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no. I'm paid to be here, and you paid to be here, so I'm gonna shit on dogs. <laughs> I, here's, I, dogs are fine. Dog people. Oh, yeah. Problem. There's a problem there. Yeah, it's the same thing of... I think it's, that's just my problem. I was going to say, like, with parents. You know, like, kids are... I personally... I hate kid people. Kid people, yeah. Parents, I think they're colloquially known as. Mm. But, you know, I'm just... But parents, I don't care. But when you were like, my, your child is also super important to me, I was like, you are a stranger, and they are not. Yeah. There's how many billions of children? Yeah. Fuck your kid. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like, you know... I'm sure there's multiple more children on this block that are more interesting than little Tommy. Right. And I'm not saying that, do you know, like, shit on your progeny, but it's like... I am. <laughs> but Dan <laughs> is. But it's the same thing with dogs. It's like, I love dogs, but I just... I don't need... 
I don't need to be all about your dog. I have enough shit. Yeah. Also, this is not to say you can own a dog and not be a dog person. Just so everyone is aware. We're not if if you own a dog, you're not necessarily the problem, but you might be. Yeah. Exactly. Also, fuck cats, but cat people I like more than dog people. I'm just gonna say it. They're super into cats, but it's very like I feel most of the like super cat people I know, it doesn't like leave the house as much you know right it's kind of it's like contained when they're around a cat they freak the fuck out it's weird they like put the whole cat's head in their mouth like bathe them but then once they're outside you're like you're having dinner and they don't have to bring up their cat yeah or they don't have to leave and be like oh my dog oh yeah pooped up all day well then why did you leave (laughs) why did you get one oh my god yeah it's it's just, it's, and it's, I think we've talked about this before. It's like a, it's a subtle respect thing. It's like moving out of the way on a sidewalk, right? Like if you walk into a grocery store with your fucking clearly not service dog, I'm like, with the signs that say, do not bring your non-service animals in. I'm like, well now you're, you're just a dick. Yeah. The dog did not do this. The dog did not stumble in this Mariano's on its own. You brought it here. And again, I say this as someone that loves dogs, but it's like, if that dog shits, like, in the middle of this grocery store, I'm like, that's a thing no one had to deal with, but you needed to bring your dog in at that moment. You couldn't plan your life to go grocery shopping and then walk your dog. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It it just comes down to planning, and I'm, that's why I I cannot be a pet owner at this time, because I can't plan my life. I planned on going to the gym yesterday. And I got one text message that said brunch question mark. And then I was fucked for 36 hours. You know, like, so I, I can't, I cannot own a dog. What was I going to say? I was going to say something. I forgot. Dogs, improv, audience members. Oh, when you said about moving off the sidewalk, there needs to be a bike lane. And I thought this on the bus on my way here. There needs to be a bike lane specifically for white women that are riding a divvy for the first time. <laughs> I, my trip could have been 10 minutes shorter if it weren't for Wobbly Jane on her bike, not knowing how to which way to go down the street. And it was like, I hate people <laughs> on public. When I'm trying to go somewhere, I hate everyone. Oh, man. I Your talk about White Girl Divvy, which is my favorite album that I'm going to write now. Um, my, my debut EP. <laughs> White Woman Divvy. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I was, you know, rushing to a gig yesterday and it was like, I was stuck behind this slew of bros and, you know, just white bros and white. I also think they're just DePaul kids too, but they were just young kids taking up the entire street with their divvies, which I'm like, I have no problem. I will say, I feel I'm as much as I just kind of looked like a piece of shit and always do. I do respect bikers having the whole street. Like, they are a vehicle at that time. I respect it. But I was like, you know, there's something about just, like, seven of you in a clump on the street. I was like, at some point. if like if you're, if, you're, if you're not, like, biking, you know, they were on divvies just like, we're, we're just strolling. We're strolling slightly faster than a walk. And I'm like... Y'all have to line it up once in a while. Yeah. Especially because on Lincoln, bike lane. Yeah. This city is too busy 
for you to dick around. I'm, this isn't comedy anymore. <laughs> this is a PSA. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm leaning into the microphone and I'm borderline raising my voice to tell you, pointing a finger at the microphone, if you're going to ride a bike, ride the damn bike in a straight line and fast. Because I've got places to be and I'm behind you. Oh, do you know what I, I do hate? I hate giving right-of-way to electric scooters on the street. Yeah, they can I, fuck right I'm like, off. I don't know how to feel about you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to think about it. You know, I don't want to <laughs> invest any emotional energy into scooters. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm excited for all of the content we're pumping into this and then how much is, like... 100% dumb. Yeah. Because sometimes I like to keep the 100% dumb things in, but it's usually because we've said, like, really poignant things, so then... I was uh Peaks and Valleys. Peaks and Valleys. I was a peak. <laughs> largely valleys. <laughs> I I would just say at that point it's a trough. <laughs> we that, had... That's in our Spotify description, right? <laughs> a good old piss trough of laughs. <laughs> a piss trough. I haven't used one of those in a minute. I had a friend that got peed on at the Chromatica Ball at a piss trough. I feel like I would be upset. He was had mixed feelings. Well, that's cool for him. I don't know. I feel like even if I was into that, I wouldn't want to be covered in piss in public. No, but if you're gonna do it in public, the Lady Gaga concert is the place. <laughs> I suppose so. <gasps> the first time... Oh. I'm going to say it, whatever. The first time I saw Lady Gaga, I woke up very, very hungover after a raucous night out at the nightclub Hydrate. Oh, no. Um, I don't do this very often, but I tried to bottom with a stranger. Didn't really remember it. Had to piece it together the next morning because I woke up late, showed up to the Joanne World Tour with a luby asshole, <laughs> and was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> The, the the face Dan just made when, like, his eyes popped out of his head. He was like, oh! oh. Like, his ghost just left his body. Tried to get slippery last night. Oh, and this was also the Joanne... I went to the Indianapolis concert. Not even the Wrigley one. Oh, okay. So I had to ride Ooh. for, like, four hours thinking, why does my asshole feel like this? <gasps> right. <laughs> No shower, still drunk, just... What? Kind of like I am now, except my <coughs> asshole's dry. <laughs> I can verify. <laughs> oh, Dan, don't ever change. I clearly haven't. <laughs> I'm trying, but I can't. <laughs> oh, man. I was trying to, like, really quick, when we started this, I was like, fuck, what can we talk about? I almost said, like, self-care, just to, like, based on how we took so much time off, and how we've been busy, and how we need to not do stuff, but then you're like, let's just shoot the shit. I was like, yeah, that's my self-care, is not even planning that. Mm-hmm. That was too much. If- self-care will be our next one. Yeah. And honestly, any day where I don't have to set an alarm, that's self-care to me. Oh, I set an alarm for this. I didn't and i just happened to wake up it didn't help though so alana has a church gig 
So she was up at like 8.30. And then once I'm awake, I very rarely can go back to bed. That's tough. I set an alarm for 9.30. I like got in, I got home at like 1.30 yesterday or like this morning. I'm like, all right, 9.30, fuck it. At least get eight hours. And then Alana wakes up at like eight-ish. And I'm like, God damn it. Gosh darn. Yeah, gosh darn it. Gosh darn. I just got, well, I was like, now I'm up. So I put on my praying booties and. My praying booties. My Ugg boots. <laughs> my Ugg boots. Uggs for Jesus. What a, <laughs> what a person they, that would be. They look like normal Uggs, but on the soles, there's like a cross etched into the, the rubber. That like I did myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took a, pa- a paper clip. Yeah. <laughs> out. And it just gets filled with like snow, salt, and dog shit when I walk outside in them. Praise be. Religion. Snow, salt, and dog shit. The Holy Trinity. <laughs> oh, that's only two things. I heard a comma between snow and salt. Snow, salt, and dog shit. That's three things. Oh, I said snow salt, like the salt you put down. Oh, there. I meant okay. it as a one. Okay, it's funny salt. how words can mean things. <laughs> <laughs> Dan what? realized something that day, and he be he went back to school to study the language words. of words. <laughs> the language of in words. So, like English? No, that's not what I said. No, words matter. Kablibble. Boppity boop bop, hey. He also got a minor in jazz scatting. (laughs) I mean, I am colloquially known as the Ella Fitzgerald of our, of our year. Are you? Of the year. (laughs) This year's Ella Fitzgerald Award goes to Bibbidi Boppa, which is not what she sounds like. My favorite thing, too, is that you picked one of the best jazz scatters in the world, and you're just like, that. Aim high. Yeah. And if you fail... I said world. I meant history. She's not of this earth. She's an angel on high. Don't be afraid, child. (laughs) Be not a Do you want to do, do uh, okay, quick impromptu uh, segment. Let's do a three-line scene. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. Do you want to initiate? What if we do two? Let's do two. So then, you, uh, you can initiate first. It was your idea. Okay. <laughs> well, I haven't done one of these in so long. I remember before I even auditioned for conservatory or took an improv class, I did three-line scenes with you, I think. That sounds like something we would have done. Because oh, we're cool. <laughs> um, okay. Here we go. And scene. Joseph, your PS5 looks like shit, and I don't want to be your friend anymore. Bethany, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you told me to shove it up my ass. Yeah, and I thought that I would like that, but in fact, I talked to my therapist about it, and it's driving us further apart. (laughs) And scene, beautiful. Wow, that was... I'm doing an open stage later tonight, and that is not a good harbinger of how it will go. <laughs> um, Jedediah, the cows got loose again. Well, I told you I needed more chain link to patch up that fence, Bethany. <laughs> but you didn't give me my allowance. 
Darn tootin' you didn't get that allowance. Now hop to it. Now shove that PS5 up your hole <laughs> like I told you. Bethany is a multifaceted character. She's everywhere. She's everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> oh my god. I'm absolutely going to be a Bethany character tonight. I've decided. Oh, please do tell me about it. Uh, well, shall we... Shall we wrap up? Shall we look at some Twitter? Yeah. Oh, I've been a mess online. I too. Not that I'm ever that put together. Alright. You know what? I'm gonna go... So for... Uh, if you're not following Dan, at the DT Hickey, or the D Thickey, if you will. If you're nasty. If you're nasty. Um, I think I'm gonna go with... Not my middle-aged grinder hookup massaging my Birkenstocks blister. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's real. <laughs> That's my lived experience. <laughs> I'm going to do uh, showing up to the punk rock gig with sheet music. <laughs> Not a lead sheet. Sheet, sheet music. <laughs> yeah, I thought how fucking bonkers that would be. <laughs> it's, just, it's a staff that just says boom clap. <laughs> <laughs> That would be if I was a drummer, which I'm not. But, but if I, if you just like put me on a drum set, I'd be like, "Where's the sheet music?" And it would literally be like, <laughs> and I would need the music to like. It's good to know where you're at, you know. Yeah, I know what I can do, and it's not much. <laughs> Wise words to live. Are those your final words? Yeah, that's my advice going into the next uh, week of capitalism. Um, know what you can do, and it's probably not that much. So don't try that hard. That's truly art. Yeah. How do we end these? It was Scabbing that. a boop up with a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rip my hair out. <laughs> Goodbye, listeners. Bye.